Hello, and welcome to another episode of Today's Conversations on Leadership, powered by Life University. I'm Dr. Jill Lamarche, your host. And as I do with most shows, I love to pick a leadership quote that I believe exemplifies our guest. And since I've known our guest for a few years, um, I believe that this quote really does exemplify who he is and how he shows up in life. The quote that I chose is, the very essence of leadership is that you have a vision. You can't blow an uncertain trumpet. This is a quote by Theodore Hesburgh, and I believe this very well describes our guest today, Dr. Patrick Greco. He's a 1998 graduate of Life University, has many roles. He is a chiropractor with a private practice for a number of years, and then joined the franchise group. So he's a franchisee. He's a regional director for the corporation called The Joint. He's also the vice president of the National Franchise Advisory Board. And Patrick practices here in Greater Atlanta, actually Midtown, I think is your favorite clinic. You have a few, but that's where I've seen you a number of times. So uh, Patrick, welcome. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation on leadership. Thanks for having me, Doc. It's a pleasure to have you. So let's get right into it. Um, Question number one. Most of us in leadership roles, somewhere along the line, had an individual who influenced us. Can you name a person or people that have had a tremendous impact on your life as a leader, maybe someone that you've had as a mentor, and how they've actually impacted you, how you listen to the advice they may have given you? Just give us, a, give us our audience a general understanding of where you came from, how you came to these roles of being a, a great leader really across the nation. Oh, sure. Um, actually, um, I think the person that had the greatest impact um, uh, for me actually came on later on um, in, in my career. And it was a, it was a couple of years ago. Um, I was speaking on some panels, um, some real estate panels, the ICSC, the International Council for Shopping Center Groups. And public speaking, you know, sometimes is a little uncomfortable um, for me. So I was looking for a coach, someone to give me some guidance in, in uh, coaching on public speaking. And a friend of mine referred me to, um, who eventually became my, my executive coach, uh, a woman named Lisa McLeod. And what she does is her, um, her vision is more in line with a purpose-driven rather than a profit-driven business. And when I had my, my first introductory call with her, it really just kind of um, enlightened me and it, and it, and it made me realize um, that my, what my focus was. And my focus was wrong. Um, she asked me one simple question. And that question was, what, what is our mission? And I just replied to her very, you know, brazen. Oh, our, our mission is to, uh, you know, provide routine affordable chiropractic care. She stopped me in my tracks and she corrected me. She said, no, actually, Dr. Greco, your mission is to improve quality of life through routine affordable chiropractic care. It was the biggest professional slap in the face I think I've ever gotten. I've been focusing the whole time on the more profit-driven approach because that's all I knew. I was focusing on our KPIs, on new patient count, total conversion, attrition, month over month, year over month sales growth. And I was really, I lost focus on the importance of the first half of our, of our mission statement is to improve quality of life. So uh, that being said, it really just kind of changed my focus. It changed my approach on the importance of that first half of our mission and focusing on improving our patients' quality of life. And that's what we did. And that's how I changed my, uh, my, view, on my, my view on business, my view on dealing with my, my employees, my team, 
uh, my franchisees, dealing with um, with uh, the joint corporate, and really focusing on that one on that one first half of that mission. I mean, that's what we do, and that's what we do in chiropractic is we improve patients' quality of life. For the joint, we just do it through routine affordable chiropractic care. Those are the tools that we use to you know implement the first half of our mission. And I tried to really instill that um, with my with my team and with everyone. And, and it really just gives it gives it so much more purpose and much, so much more meaning on what we do. On every patient that we touch, we're helping improve their quality of life. And you know, last year, for example, as uh, you know, I find myself to be one of the luckiest people that works with the joint. And the reason being is, first of all, I'm a chiropractor. So I go into the clinic and I actually get to physically deliver with my two hands, the rest of our chiropractors do, I deliver on our mission by touching, loving, and improving our patient's quality of life. Secondly, I, as a franchisee, I give my, my employees, my team, the opportunity for employment so my chiropractors can go out there and they can touch our patients and adjust our patients and deliver our mission and improving their quality of life. But then on another, another angle, I focus, I, I work with my franchisees. I give them the opportunity to get out of the rat race, that corporate fields that they may be in and get out there and open their own business, work for themselves, give them the opportunity to employ our chiropractors that can therefore go ahead and um, deliver you know, our mission of improving patients' quality of life through adjusting them. And then also as a, as a member of NFAB, the National Franchise Advisory Board, I get to communicate between the franchisees and the joint corp so that we can really deliver a message, improve our model, and really up our game uh, on delivering that, miss, that, that mission. So that being said, between me seeing the patients, my clinics, um, the, my, my regions um, that I have, last year in 2020, um, just in my regions, we delivered over 600,000 adjustments, wow. 600,000. And I consider myself to have a little part in every single one of those in delivering on our mission. So thanks for being really vulnerable because, I mean, you started off answering that question and, you know, you were very vulnerable and that's beautiful to be able to be that honest with an audience out there. Not every leader would be willing to be that vulnerable. So I, I thank you for that. A follow-up question to that was, how did that change Patrick? Patrick the man, not the businessman. How did that change Patrick when you started focusing on purpose? Uh, it made me feel a lot more, much more proud of what we're doing to really understand the importance of, of, of the, joint, the joint model. Um, a lot of times, um, our, you know, our model may be kind of misconstrued or misinterpreted in, in the chiropractic field. We are a little bit of a, a disruptor in the field. We're a little different on, on the way that we deliver, you know, we deliver our, um, uh, you know, our, um, our brand um, and chiropractic. But what we do is it's, we kind of keep it very simple and we just make chiropractic accessible to everyone. And it made me, it made me really proud to be part of the brand. That's how it really, it, it gave me, it personally and professionally gave me a lot more meaning on what we do that, I walk around and when I wear my joint logo shirt, I'm proud to wear it. And I'm proud to educate people, chiropractors, patients, patient, prospective patients uh, on the importance of, uh, and the value of what we do and what we're offering, what we're offering the public. 
um, you know, in, in our communities. Well, thank you for that. Um, I've seen I've seen you grow. Obviously, you started off, like I said, in private practice. You decided to convert to becoming a franchisee of the Joint Corp. The Joint Corp. Um, you then opened a number of practices. You now are developing territories. You're in at least a, what I know. I think either four or five states currently. So your organization, not just the Joint Corp, but your organization, the one that you manage, has grown tremendously in the past few years. And when an organization grows like that, you have a tendency for the institution to sort of dampen the inspiration. What you just shared with us is that your inspiration has actually grown beyond what it was two years ago. So how do you keep that inspiration going, not only for you, but for your entire team and your, all your franchisees? Um, honestly, uh, it's through communication. Uh, communication is key. And what I've really come to learn is that when you start with any types of communication, start with a why. It really, it gives it a lot more meaning um, to that message. And that message is delivered a lot more effectively and efficiently. Uh, people want to understand, they want to understand why they're doing it. It doesn't make it, it, it makes it a lot less transactional. Um, once they understand that, they're really able to, to really kind of embrace the task at hand. And after that, the what, the when, and the how just becomes seamless. So it really my, is what it is, is communication is, is key. Agree. One of my greatest, I guess, discoveries in the books that I read is a book by Simon Sinek called Start With Why. So for our audience, if you have not read the book by Simon Sinek, Start With Why, I highly recommend that you read that book. It, it gives a greater and a much deeper meaning to why you would wake up every single day is understanding that why. So thanks again, Patrick, for sharing that. And my, my third question for you is, where do the great ideas from your organization come from? I mean, your organization has grown and grown and grown. Corporate has grown, but you personally and your your organization in Georgia, Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi, I mean, you have grown. And obviously there are ideas that, that come from somewhere that allow you to continue to deliver a good quality product. Where do you, those ideas come from in your organization? Uh, honestly, the, the best ideas come from within. And uh, Peter Holt, our CEO, to, to quote him, he, um, uh, he says that franchising is the sharing of mistakes. And that's really what we do is um, we're right now we're at a, we're, we're, a, uh, we're a company, we're an organization with over 600 clinics. So there's lots of mistakes being made. And I love mistakes. Mistakes are, mistakes are the best thing out there. They're the best learning tool as possible. You make those mistakes, you accept that you made those mistakes, you focus on changing those mistakes, and then you improve the business. You and it, you know, mistakes make the best practices that we can share as a unit throughout our entire system. So that's what we're doing. It's not, we're not just a one-off, we're not, we're not just a, a, a one clinic. Um, we're a group, we're a system of over 600 clinics and just, we just, um, are constantly improving just by making mistakes, learning from those mistakes and growing from them. You know, what I appreciate uh, from you personally, when we get together every once in a while is that, that honesty that you bring forward. And you certainly have done that on this interview. You know, not every leader would be willing to be as honest as you have been with us this morning. It's, uh, you know, it's, 
And I started off, well, before we started recording, I said to you, I'm a little underdressed compared to my normal self. So the audience that follows us and watch this on a regular basis, go, oh my gosh, Jill's wearing a golf shirt. Well, it's going to be 90 degrees again in Georgia, and we're only, we're recording this in May. Um, but thank you, Patrick, uh, for always being that person that brings a real honest perspective and being willing to be vulnerable and share with the audience that it's okay to make mistakes. Mistakes are going to happen. And the best learning curve is to be conscious, look at the mistake and say, okay, what could we do better? Because I believe that all of us could improve at any one time. So any closing comments for our guests on today's conversation on leadership, Dr. Greco? Oh, I just, I'm, I'm very honored um, that you asked me to do this and um, really just kind of, um, I'm, I'm proud to be part of, um, you know, of the Joint Corp and really to really start engaging so much more with um, Life University. You guys have so much to offer and we really look forward to, you know, working with you guys and, um, you know, really bringing chiropractic up to, you know, that level where everyone, everyone can really um, have access to it. And just being there for our chiropractors, being there for our patients and employees, and really just focusing on, you know, on the joint, uh, on, on life's, um, you know, vision to give, to do, to love and to serve. Well, thank you very much for that. Yesterday, I had the privilege and honor of being the guest speaker for a group of women called Diversity Women that have a Wellness Wednesday once a month. And, and I share with them the chiropractic paradigm. And it was so, it was so exciting to see these high-level businesswomen with a variety of questions. And what it led me to understand, something that I've known for many, many years, is that most people out there don't really understand what chiropractic can bring to their life. So thank you for being a mentor to many. Thank you for being a shining light to many. And thank you for continuing to be fully, fully engaged in getting the chiropractic message to the people. Uh, I can tell you that I personally appreciate you and we at Life University appreciate you as well. We're very proud of you uh, to be a Life University alumnus. So thanks, have a wonderful day. Thanks Doc, have a great weekend. Thank you.